What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo, and we are on Genesis chapter 3, verse 18 through 14. This is Trust in, ministry, trust in Jesus Ministries, guys. And uh, yeah, as we continue to study through Genesis, I hope this brings you to a closer understanding of who God is, who Jesus is, his word and his truth so that we trust in him more. That's the goal here, guys, just to grow in trust and in faith in Christ. Well, we're on Genesis chapter three, verses eight through 14, and we are in the final parts of uh, Adam and Eve saga. We have seen them created, then we have seen them fall, and now we're going to see the consequence uh, or what really they say about the incident that they did, the incident in drop quotes, uh, the first sin. And so we're going to see they're going to be blaming folks, man. And in that the plight that we all do, we don't want to take responsibility for actions. But now I am I'm giving away everything. I can't give away everything. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Genesis chapter three, verse eight, eight through 14. If you haven't read it, uh, stop the tape, check it out, see what it has to say. Come back and we'll answer the four questions. If you have read it, we're going to jump on into it. And I'm going to start with verse eight. We did that last episode. But this kind of leads into what we are going to do because God has words to say. And so uh, it says that they heard uh, the sound of the Lord or the voice of the Lord um, in the midst of the garden uh, during the cool of the day. And they hid the man and his wife hid from the face of the Lord in the midst of the trees. And so uh, it says that uh, God called out the Lord. God called out to the man. He said to him, where are you? And the man said, I heard you uh, uh, walking in the garden. I saw that I was naked. And so I I, uh, I hid. And he, the, the, then the Lord said, who told you you were naked? Did you eat from the tree which I commanded you not to eat? You ate from it? And Adam said, the woman whom you put with me, she gave to me from that tree and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, and he said, what's this thing that you have done? And she said to him, the snake, he deceived me. He caused me to be deceived and I ate. Woo. God uh, uh, makes some statements here. He, 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 he actually gives them an opportunity to confess and to make known what they have done. And both of them kind of shirked away the responsibility and saying it was somebody else. Uh, so God first says this. Well, first off, man, God, God, let's, let's go back to the beginning. God didn't demand, like, show yourselves because I know what you did. He came and just asked, like, hey, where are you at, man? Like, what's going on? Why have you hidden from me? Usually this time of day, and I'm, I'm making a little bit of assumption but, you know, he's walking in the cool of the day. Adam, Eve, God probably walking together normally during this time. And but this time's different. Adam and Eve are, are hidden. And so as as God comes and he's he's uh, his presence is in the garden and he's longing to commune with the, his creation, then they're gone. They've made themselves scarce. And so he asks, where, where you at, man? What's up? And then Adam confesses that he says that uh, he's naked, but this nakedness is not a, uh, is, it is a picture, 
but it is a it's a it's an understanding that shame has come upon them. We talked about that last episode when we said how nakedness was is universally talked about. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't think it was last episode. It was the episode before that. But anyway, we talked about how um, nakedness is universally considered shameful through all of the scriptures, except in chapter one, when it says that, or I'm sorry, in chapter two, when it says that they were both naked and unashamed. They were both naked and unashamed. So this realization of their nakedness of, I guess, real, because they already knew they were naked. They had no clothes on, you know what I mean? And then after they sinned, though, their eyes were open to a different reality. And that reality caused shame to come upon them. And so with this shame, they made the clothes and they hid when they heard God. And so because God recognized that when he says, I was ashamed because I was naked, he said, dang, did you eat off of the tree that I commanded you to not eat off of? Straightforward question. And Adam had the opportunity to just be like, yes, I did. But he didn't. He uh, blamed the wife. Now, we also have to think about this is that um, God spoke to Adam. Because Adam made him responsible as the head of the family. We talked so much about family there for a while and how it was a, um, the, an institution that God had made where a man and woman covenant together in such a beautiful way. And Adam being the head, God addressed him first. He said, where you at? We talked a little bit last episode about how the snake and, and his wiles and his guiles, he was talking to Adam and Eve because he used the plural you. But when God speaks, where are you? He uses the singular you. He didn't say, where are you all? He says, where are you? And then we put in parentheses, Adam, because that's who he's talking with as Adam responds. And Adam responded with this. He says, hey, that woman, strike number one, that you gave me, strike number two. So first off, he blames uh, his wife for giving the fruit. And then second, even higher, he says, and you're responsible for it, God, because you are the one who created her. This is a far cry from what it used to be, huh? Whenever he was exclaiming in English, he was like, whoa, man, talking about the wife that he gets to be with and community with and cherish and love. Because God had blessed him with something that was nothing like he'd seen before. But now he's like, oh, God, it's because you gave me that woman, man. That's what it is. So he blames everybody else. But then he comes to confession and says, and I ate. But it wasn't my fault. And then we have Eve. God asks, oh, okay, all right. Well, what does this have you done, Eve? And then Eve says, man, that doggone uh, serpent, that snake. But she confessed she was deceived. She said, he deceived me. He, 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 she didn't blame God. <laughs> she did better than Adam. She blamed somebody else, but she didn't blame God. She didn't say, that serpent you made, that snake you made. She was just saying, man, that snake deceived me. I was fooled. And so I ate. She made it. She said that he, the snake made it seem like this was something to be desired 
and would give me life. And so I took it, man. I messed up. I think it's um, it's quite telling because Paul talks about the woman being deceived and Adam not. And so it's quite telling to see that Adam knew what was going to happen, yet he didn't. Adam, Adam knew that there was going to be a penalty, which he should have known. God said it. He knew that the snake was wily. Adam was responsible, placed as head of his family to be in charge, but didn't heed the responsibility. And because of that, things fell. So what is this, what is this scripture right here saying about God? Well, it's patient because he's listening to all this bogusness that everybody's trying to say. At least Eve, though, at least she said she was deceived. Okay. And that's why she did it. Now, is she blaming on the snake? But she said she was deceived that it was a problem with her rather than a problem with God. Adam, he's like, man, it was that woman that you gave me. It's because of you and this woman. God listens to that and is patient with it. He didn't strike back with some, I told you, you're responsible. You're the head of the family, Adam. He didn't say, Eve, how can you be deceived when, do you not trust me? Do you not believe the words that I say when I tell you what's good? No, he was patient with them. He was kind with them. He was gracious with them. God is a patient, a gracious, a kind God who cares for his children and his creation. What's this say about man? That we aren't too kind to take into uh, responsibility. We, we don't want to be responsible for the things that we do. That's something that we got to do, man. I mean, yeah, we, we want to push and blame shift the blame game. We want to make everybody else responsible for our own actions. When we are, we are responsible for the things that we do. It is our actions our responsibility. And, and we want to take that responsibility away with all of these things that we want to say causes us to, whether it be our own genes or, or society or, or whatever, we want other things to be responsible for our actions rather than ourselves. When ultimately, ultimately it's us who makes the decision. How can we apply these truths to our lives? Confess sin, confess sin. Man, don't say anything. Just, just if, if, if you know, you know. You know it. Confess sin, man. And then know that God is gracious and that he is good. That's why we confess our sins to him. We, we don't want this broken relationship. We want a restored relationship because he cares for us, man. And he's not going to strike us down. He's gracious. And if he does do something to strike us down, it's to build us up. It's just like discipline of a father or a mother to a son or a daughter is that those things that we do, we want to make sure that they don't do them again because a, they could hurt them physically, mentally, socially, spiritually. These things could are bad for them. And we want to keep them from these things. So I appreciate you guys for listening, man. And we're going to see what the punishment happens. We didn't get to the snake because the snake, he don't get no talking to, he just gets a punishment. There's a difference between uh, human beings and animals. And we're going to see a little bit of that in the next episode. So appreciate you guys for listening. And I hope to see you, hear you, listen to you uh, as we come back again.